Today's episode of Turning This Car Around is brought to you by Day One. Visit dayoneapp.com to learn more. All right. I'm John Moltz. <laughs> I'm Lex Friedman. <laughs> I'm the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Who can keep track? Who cares? Uh, no, I'm John Moltz. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Welcome to Turning This Car Around. That's right, John Armstrong. I knew that. You, you did. <laughs> so uh, I, today's topic, I feel like I'm going to end up being the incompetent one, and I'm okay with that. But uh, let's talk about readying our kids for the day, specifically dressing and grooming them, like hair oh, and stuff, God. getting kids ready to, to greet the day. I'm sorry, children can be groomed? <laughs> that's, what you're, that's what you're telling me? In theory. Theoretically grooming, I gotta, theoretical grooming. I gotta, I gotta write. I have to write this. Yeah, down. Make a note. Sorry. I need that. I need that. I need that. Uh, <laughs> I just lived through that with my two girls. Uh, this morning was my day. Uh, you know, woke up, had breakfast, and went to school. After uh, we got dressed in the middle somewhere, but yeah, they <laughs> sounds made to totally school. easy. <laughs> yeah, that's relatively. That's good parenting, right yeah, there. But uh, remembering to dress the children before taking them outside. I didn't tell you that the whole process from wake up to out the door is about seventy minutes. Mm. Uh, you know, I don't think seventy is so quick. bad actually. For two, uh, I do. Seems pretty quick to me. But... I okay. So the routine here at the Friedman House is uh, nobody sets an alarm clock because the kids are going to wake up early no matter what. So around six <laughs> forty. I start my stuff and I'm downstairs to do breakfast by about 7:15, 7:20. And from 7:20 till 7:50, I'm feeding three of the kids, but then one has to go to get on the bus. So I take her out to the bus while the other two keep eating breakfast. And they're eating breakfast because they're already dressed and having their hair done by mom because she does it during my shower and stuff. So I very rarely do I have to deal with getting them dressed and getting their hair styled. I've probably done my girl's hair somewhere in the neighborhood of five times in my entire life. You're very lucky. I'm terrible at it. So it's it's like one of those things where if you don't want to, if you don't want to do the diaper changes, you just be terrible at that. And then like, the other person says, no, okay, you can't do this. But this is not an intentional. I'm just, I'm awful at it. I'm, I have 87 thumbs when it comes to doing my girl's hair. Yeah, I, by necessity, I had to learn how to do uh, pigtails, ponytails. Uh, the new one's braiding. I've been able to do a simple braid. And that will throw the whole thing off by 10 minutes <laughs> just to braid. If, if the four-year-old goes, no, dad, a braid. That, that right there, those words, 10 minutes to the schedule. And then the nine-year-old's anxiety like spikes as we, she paces waiting for us to hurry so we can make it to school. Because she's, it's very important to her that we make it to school on time. And I, yeah. you know, I'm there with her. I'm in full support of that. So Really? She wants to make sure she gets to school on time. Yeah, if she's oh, going to make the commitment. school is totally stressful. If she's going to make wow. the commitment for school, yes, she wants to be on time. If she's a maybe, good well, kid, I'm, what, I'm very Maybe lucky. that's what we're lacking here, <laughs> is the commitment to make it to school. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but John, not, you, you know, deal only with boy hair. Not a desire to be on time, it's just the initial commitment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're going to do it, you should be there on time. I agree. Most, Yeah, most days. <laughs> but, he's, but he's never made that commitment. <laughs> Your boy's never made. 
Never made the commitment to go actually go to school. <laughs> so, <laughs> just much more interested in things. So, John, do you when when you actually get the boy to go to school? Do you do you do the hair grooming, or is that? Um, well, he doesn't need much hair grooming right now. But up until this past summer, he had hair down to his shoulders. Wow! Because um, he doesn't he doesn't like getting his hair cut nice. very much, and so you know we were just like, ah, just let it go, you know, just. Let it go long, man. Be free. I'm, Run through the field. We're kind of picturing like and, a um, Gruber, Gruber's kids uh, hair. Except his hair is a lot wiry, a lot more wiry. Uh, um, and so it was, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. I mean, I like, I look back at. Uh, he finally went and got a haircut late in the summer, and I look at that picture of him, the before picture I took of him sitting in the chair. <laughs> just like, oh my god, how did we let that happen? <laughs> It was a giant mop. It was just a giant mop. But we did. I mean, we would we would brush it every morning, at least to some degree. And it was a you know it was a ratty mess, and he would he would squeal through the whole thing because he just yeah you know, like it's like okay well if you're not going to get your hair cut you got to do this oh. you can't go you know so are you talking Rasta levels? It was no, it wasn't. Well, it was it was it would have gotten there if he had let it, but it was it was just tough to get through man yeah do you just, you know just tangled uh, tangled mess. do you use any detangling products yeah so we had some i don't know it's like it's some baby yep. detangler thing whatever i you probably the same green stuff. bottle uh i guess so. it doesn't matter i'm just curious um, yeah yeah <laughs> i'm just comparing notes yeah yeah yes right yesterday my four-year-old sprayed about half of that bottle on her to her hair <laughs> And then brushed her hair, and then asked for a ponytail. And so I'm basically taking wet hair with with detangling product and giving her and a ponytail. It's kind of it was kind of awesome yeah. actually. Like no flyaways. Looked really <laughs> like slick, sheen, aerodynamic. Huh. I will say I do comb the hair sometimes. Um, like after bath, we do the baths at night, and Best so time. before bed, I'll comb it out to get rid of the tangles and whatnot. Um, but it's, you know, and then they usually Lauren will put it into a ponytail or something before they go to sleep. But when it's mm-hmm. time for them to leave the house, I really do try. And, you know, the, what makes it extra difficult is my wife is really good at it. Um, and, you know, it's the kind of thing where people compliment our kids when we're out and about. Um, like, wow, they're, how do you get them to sit so patiently for their hair? I don't know how we get them to sit so patiently when Lauren does the hair because it can be like a 15-minute process. And I think it's just because it's all they've ever known. But, you know, she'll do braids and like braids that wrap around the head oh, and all man. kinds of other craziness. And it's like I – so there's been like – like I said, a handful of times that Lauren's been, uh, you know, away. So I have to do the hair by myself. And I, I struggle for so long. The girls try to be patient with me because they know that I just have no idea what I'm doing. And like, I'll practice. We literally have a doll upon which I have practiced. Um, and, uh, Is that a life-size doll it's been, or just a, it's, it's like a life-size Barbie head <laughs> with oh, hair. Awesome. It's for like, it's like for, you know, doing salon play. But yeah. I, I've taken it and tried and like, if I can just pull as hard as I want, it's fine. <laughs> Which right. surprisingly I say That's that the all problem. the time. But I um <laughs> but yeah, it uh, I'm so bad at it. I wish I were good at it. I would love to be better at it, but I'm really I'm I'm terrible. You need to do something special for your wife that she can do that with hair. I, I think anybody that can do that is that's an amazing gift. Because I I I only know one person in my circle of friends and family who can braid hair like that. One. And she has three girls, so they always look awesome. 
Yeah. But um, my girls are more, I encourage the, not feral, I would say a step above feral, <laughs> more f- just sort of free. <laughs> Hank was feral. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I'm gonna see if I'll find. I see if I can find that picture. <laughs> last summer, we went. Uh, I took the girls to uh, my sister has a, a timeshare, and we went up to this little place. Anyway, so my family was there, and one of my sisters, she has two girls, but they're older, and so she's kind of reliving her kids' lives through my kids. And so they sit down and do nails and hair, and you know they they have this whole thing and. I'm really glad they have that because I don't do, I mean, I can clip nails, but I do, I can polish. No, uh-uh. You know, I can do the basic trim up, but I cannot, and and I will not do fingernail polish. Oh yeah, I would, I, I mean, I would consider doing nail polish for my girls right now. And I think I've done it a handful of times when they've asked handful, um, but I mean, it's only because they don't care that if you get it on their fingers, or whatever. It's just extra color, as far as they're concerned. I there's a reason I gravitated to the computer, and the first <laughs> one is art supplies are messy. Um, I, so somebody's somebody's <laughs> heater just kicked on. Do well, we want to make them turn it off? Yeah, hold on. Sorry, that's mine. Again, shit not together. Please hold. I accept this screenshot. It's loading slowly. <laughs> Doesn't he look like he just came in from the woods? <laughs> he does not look happy to be raised <laughs> raised by wolves. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, he was not he was not exactly thrilled, but but I think even he he was sweating like crazy. Over this, I mean, just like profusely sweating because he had so much hair. That's uh, that's a great picture. But I'm sorry, John, <laughs> you were going to tell us something, and then I interrupted you to talk about your heater. I'm I'm still I'm still just in like wow with the hair. You got to get <laughs> that kid a guitar or a saxophone. <laughs> well, he doesn't look like that anymore. Does the um does the picture get to be in the show notes? Maybe anonymized. <laughs> yeah. Pixelated, uh, yeah, pixelated with bug shot. Yeah, just the hair. Just take everything. <laughs> I um, so the uh, doing Liam's hair is no problem. You brush it for two minutes, or I'm sorry, you brush it for thirty seconds, and he's good to go for the day. So I was, I was going to say, you know, boy hair is a walk in the park, but uh, not, not with the hair it that depends. your son was rocking. It depends. Yep. I'm, it is now. That's though. pretty strokes. Like so. that's pretty. You know, the band, the strokes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah he's ready to go that's there rock and roll hair man that's you know <laughs> when the car is saying brush your rock and roll hair that is the hair that's they like were beyond talking rock about. and roll it's <laughs> all right old 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 guy reference the cars mm. when the tv show lost was on the air i really liked saeed's hair um oh yeah and i, I refer to it as saeed burns because i'm an asshole <laughs> and I decided are terrible. I decided I wanted my hair to look like his. And my hair is curly, although it curled kind of late in life. Um and 
I thought it was, you know, maybe if I grew it out, it would look a little bit like his. So I started, I mean, I work from home and I'm already married. So what do I have to lose? Right? So I just <laughs> let, started letting it grow with my wife's buy-in and it grew and it, it grew to, you know, about just a little bit shorter than shoulder length. And in my whole life, I've had basically the haircut that I have now, which is considerably shorter than that. So this was very weird um, to people who knew me a long time. And then obviously people who just met you said, oh, your hair must look like that. Like I remember when I interviewed at Macworld, I even apologized for it. I said, I know my hair is kind of long and ridiculous. And they said, oh, no, we just figured you're like a, a Gruber style Philadelphia hippie. And <laughs> I, that, that really did happen. That was Jason Snell who said that. Gruber and, style. That's yeah, a, Gruber style Philadelphia. Those are words I've not. And yeah, but uh, <laughs> I remember there was just that short window when I had that hairstyle when I could share uh, hair ties with the girls. So if Lauren needed one suddenly because somebody had to get their hair out of their face for breakfast or something, I could just take one from my own head, which was an exciting no, time for me. Handy. Yeah. The uh, breakfast. I've not had that. <laughs> yeah, breakfast on the weekends. We usually don't do hair before, and then the girls just have so much hair that you got to do something. You got to uh, yeah. tie it back. Otherwise, yeah. they're eating it. Yeah, yeah, the like hair syrup, not good. That's not a good combo. You know, like if you have pancakes or whatever, yeah, and really. syrup there. Yeah. Oh, I've had. That's why the wipes are on the table. I have a permanent thing of wipes at the dinner table. It's horrible, you know, but that's where they are, just in case. <laughs> that's not a bad idea, though. I have one in the car too, and uh, that's why. Yeah, definitely. Hair. Yeah, we definitely have one in the car. Ketchup hair in the car. Yeah, you know, you drive through <sighs> and you. Get some food or something, with, and then ketchup time. Ugh, yeah. ugh, the screams, the screams of terror. Or your, yeah, or on your clothes too. Well, there's that. But hair, the hair is a thing. My yes, girls have long hair. hair. I wanted to like my nine year old got her hair cut. I think in first grade. I loved it. It was so cute. Loved it. And that's the last time it's been that short since she was an infant. And I'm I, if I had full say which I don't because she, you know, she herself has say she's got more of a vote than I do at this point. And so, yeah, she's a long hair kid. And now it's like, how do you manage long hair? Well, you're going to have to talk to your mother because I, my hair doesn't. Yeah. I have no, nothing hair. Both <laughs> girls. I have two girls with, that are going to be long hair girls until, until they're teen years and they rebel. And then them have like, you know, tiger right. striped polka dot hair side. Yeah. Yeah. Right. One side shaved. <laughs> mm -hmm. Emo. Emo. Now, how do you how do you feel about the dressing side of things? Mm. <laughs> are, well, are they old <laughs> enough? I mean, is the nine the nine year old picks out her own outfit for the day? I'm guessing they both do. Yeah, they both do. Uh, but not, that's not the four year olds. There's been some. No, you can't, you're not wearing that um, today. It's ten degrees outside. You're not wearing <laughs> that to school today was one of those days um there's still like a clothing inspection time <laughs> prior to leaving uh we'll stop and i'm like okay quick okay you're good to go but the four-year-old will come out and it's like here's my um swimsuit with <laughs> some shorts i feel like wearing that today and it's december you know 15th snowing snowing no that's not going to happen but so if let's assume it's weather appropriate let's say that it's winter time and uh daughter comes out and she's got like plaid corduroy pants with a total with like a striped different colored sweater all weather appropriate but an outfit that just simply does not go together uh do you allow it or do you reject it i would say hey are you sure you want to make that choice 
is this this is it because once we're out the door you can't change out of this that was a pretty nice father question there i gotta say you you nailed that one right on the spot too <laughs> no no thank you but that's that's i thank you very much that's what i do uh that's probably one of my better times but um sometimes and sometimes she'll change her mind sometimes she'll change her mind but if if she's wants to wear it i'm not gonna say no i mean at her preschool there's some you can tell the days you you can see the other kids who've made some interesting choices for wardrobe and yeah. you can see their parents and you can see the child and you know there was some words and talking and it was morning and so <laughs> they just the parents said you know what i'm gonna let this one go if you want to dress like you know a spice girl cross with a teenage mutant ninja turtle that's yeah great go so you guys live in places that are significantly colder than where i live do you, do you still get kids who are dressed like well, i mean boy, it's almost it's always boys but uh dressed in shorts right. in the middle of winter <sighs> not that i see we very get that often. we get that all the time i see it with the parents much more often than i see it with the kids yeah yeah i think it starts middle school here I've, i haven't seen a lot of grade school okay. kids do that uh, middle school though okay. totally and and grown-ups too i'm like dude it's 14 degrees you can't <laughs> your shorts are not going to somehow yeah, change yeah, weather patterns or physics it's cold <laughs> bro i will um i'll reject uh, I, let me refer. I won't reject. I won't reject any mismatched outfits or whatever. I'm fine with that. But I will definitely regret reject um, weather inappropriate ones, like you were saying, John. Mm. The challenge that we face more than anything, and I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm adept at putting outfits together for the kids if they will allow me to. But uh, Sierra, who's five, is really a girly girl when it comes to fashion. And every day, it's the same question: Can I wear a dress today? And there aren't so many dresses that we can always answer that question. Yes. And if she's going to, you know, if it's a gym day at school or whatever, it's extra hard to have her go in a dress. It's just going to be tricky. But she wants to wear a dress all the time. And that's where I also fall down on my ability to dress uh, women or girls like if it's a dress and we've got to wear it in the winter then i know you're gonna to have to wear like some kind of pants or legging situation to make this work but i really don't know exactly how to assemble that particular outfit uh so my instinct is if anytime i'm picking out the clothes i'll take out you know jeans or pants of some other sort and a, a shirt um and then the older ones like fine whatever no problem and then sierra's just constantly like no I want to wear a dress and she'll, she will fight you. She will fight you with weapons if available yeah. to get a dress. Yeah. She's number, she's the second kid, right? She is. Yeah. I, there's something about that. I think, um, my oldest sister, she was the second kid and, uh, she was a teenager in like the seventies and there are some interesting choices there. Whoa. And battles. Uh, and, and Marla's the same. My, my four year old, she will fight it and she is going to fight her choice to dress like hey those uh slip-on flats that you have with glitter they're awesome shoes but guess what it's snowy today and if you wear those we have to take your boots also to school so why don't we put the boots on there now do that now and then you can put your ballet flats with glitter in your backpack how about that <laughs> no <laughs> you know <laughs> building shakes with the screams I can hear like the speed dial, see, you know, child protective services people. <laughs> my, my favorite is when, when we're in one of those places and she'll be like, daddy, stop. 
And it's like, I'm not doing anything. I'm talking to you about proper <laughs> shoe choice and I don't want you to die of frostbite. Like I right. don't want to, you know, take you to the, 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 the trump card is always an ER visit with doctors and the possibility of surgery. So I will come Amputation. up with a surgery out. Like, well, if you wear those, your toes could get really cold and they would have to either cut them off or operate. <laughs> so, you know, you want that? And then that's it, done. They're, they're in the boots. It's, well, Marlo. Lita's already, like, she's usually ready to go and waiting and, like, rolling her eyes. We've started with the eye rolls. Uh, shall we pause for a moment to thank one of our, well, thank our lovely sponsor, Yes. <laughs> Let's thank one of our sponsors. One of our lovely sponsors, the loveliest of our sponsors. <laughs> my favorite one. Is, I don't mind telling you it's my favorite one. <laughs> Mine too. Without day with, one. Yep. What'd you say? Let's just get it out there. It's day one. Go to dayoneapp.com. I'm going. Right now, because we don't want to have to tell you again. All right. So tell us about day one. My John. when I was doing toilet training with my youngest. It was the youngest who was training. I learned all the tricks with the first one, sort of what worked, what didn't work. When, you know, the missed opportunities with the first one. And the second time around, it was like, I am not missing this. She's interested. She's following me into the bathroom. We are, it is on. <laughs> and I wish that I would have used day one to track the progress. Because as many of you know, there can be issues with training. And it would have been nice to be able to just for just for myself, not for the world, but just for myself to go, okay, you know, we had success on these days and then we could, I could sort of adjust my tricks to get her to go. If I had known, okay, weekends are hard. You know, this, this day was good. We did this yesterday. Let's try that again. You don't always remember the good things that work when you're trying to right. get your kid to either. And let's say it's not about toilet training. Let's say it's about food. It's eating. about the other end. Right. <laughs> input and <laughs> you know what what do, what is your kid like what don't they like what right. do you want to get them to like and that's what i use that's what i use day one for well, one of the things that i use day one for right now is keeping track of the things that because he's getting to that point he's getting he used to eat everything when he was little but now yeah. he's kind of picky and he changes his mind frequently <sighs> and so i'm just like desperately trying to remember the things that he actually likes to eat so i'm putting down successes and failures in day one Nice. That's nice. Yeah. And what, what I think is, you know, the, the reason that I'm proud that Day One continues to sponsor this show is that it's really, it's one of those apps that is whatever the heck you want it to be. It's, you know, yeah. some people are using it for just diary kind of personal journaling. Some people are using it for travel logs. Some people are using it to keep track. You were talking a week or so ago about keeping track of the people who are jerks at work, which is, I think, a great news. <laughs> but the... Um, so many jerks at work. It's packed with, you know, it's it's... You could use, and I think I've said this a couple times, you could just write down your stuff on a post-it note or you could write it in BB Edit or whatever. But when you use day one, it's all beautifully organized. It's got this lovely interface. It can note not just whatever you're writing down, but you can quickly snap a photo or log the weather conditions, log the song you're listening to, log how much you've been walking that day. And it really gives you these very interesting views when you go back and say, you know what, what was I doing or thinking or yeah. feeling the, that day? Right. It's cool. The automatic calendaring of everything is really pretty the cool. killer cool. aspect of day one and everything else that it adds on top of that like markdown support is just you know it's just gravy gravy on your french fries oh it's, man poutine basically day yeah. one is the poutine of, of apps <laughs> we just sold it to everyone in canada <sighs> you're welcome canada 
Not so, necessarily so, anybody else, but definitely everyone in Canada. So get get yourself over to dayoneapp.com, D-A-Y-O-N-E-A-P-P.com. Check out Day One. It's available for the Mac. It's available for the iPhone and iPad as a universal app. It was the Mac App Store Best of 2012 award winner. So it's uh, you know it's the real deal. Totally real deal. Totally deserve that award. And yeah, love it. Thank you, Day One, for sponsoring Turning This Car Around. And now, back to lousy parenting advice. <laughs> From me. <laughs> right, Mostly. Right. When I grew up, I went to church regularly. That was man like it was a mandatory thing. We you go to church every Sunday. So we had Sunday, you know, Sunday best. My girls, you know, I don't go to a church and um neither does their mother. So we don't the, the notion of Sunday best is foreign. And I remember we were going somewhere and, and I realized this because we were going to someone's church activity or thing. I don't know if it was a baptism or, you know, program of some kind at the church and we didn't have an outfit. Now at the time, my oldest was, I think two or three. And so we, you know, she had a dress, but there wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, the Sunday clothes go a little more, I don't want to say formal, but they just push it. So do you guys have any kind of equivalent like that? Like dress up clothes? Not, not now. Yeah, not now, which we used to. We used to just buy him like a an extra. We don't, he doesn't, I mean, actually we went to, uh, we went to, a, we were going to a Buddhist temple on Sundays for a while. And then we stopped doing that. And probably about the same time, just I think mostly coincidentally though, it was, we just stopped buying him dress clothes. So he doesn't go to enough events to make it necessary. And then every once in a while, it's like, oh, we got to go to a wedding and we're kind of like scrambling to try and find him something to wear. That's not a short and t-shirt <laughs> completely ridiculous. <laughs> a t-shirt, you know, with a, with a big like ninja, Ninjago <laughs> logo on it or something. <laughs> I, we, I mean, we have nice clothes for the girls. Uh, and I guess for the boy, they're, they're two trips to synagogue a year. Um, but that's uh, but you know we we are well stocked in dresses for parties and just for going to school dressed fancily i guess i um i don't know i think boys definitely have it easier in the dressing department like you put a button down shirt on a boy i don't care if he's wearing jeans or if he doesn't have a tie or shoes he's just uh, like a a four or smaller in a button down shirt you look fancy no matter what yep fancy times hank is basically i mean he's like he's like steve jobs now i mean he he because he loves wearing turtlenecks Wow. He always wants, I mean, because it's cool mm-hmm. in the winter mm-hmm. and he always wants to wear a turtleneck. So we have, we basically have a bunch of different pants that are the same kind of pants and a bunch of different, different colored uh, turtlenecks. And so getting him dressed in the morning is just like you reach in, you, you can, you know, the light can be out. Basically, <laughs> you grab a pair of pants and you grab a turtleneck and, you know, that's what he wears. Jeff Goldblum and the fly right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's the classic, you know. Same yeah. same outfit times eight. Uh, yeah. Do you have the uh, the colors conversation? And this this is probably a little broader than our focus here today. But my, uh, you know, sometimes, and it's not a regular thing. But I'll have one of my girls will say, "Well, I don't want to wear blue. That's a boy color." Um, or you know, "Daddy, why is your shirt pink? That's a girl color." Does that come up? Or do they have do they have color preferences that they get unhappy about because they think it's the it's wrongly gendered for them? Uh, no, not with clothing. 
Oh, so you're saying my my kids are just weird? Is that no, no, not at all. Because when we go to the store, Marla will <laughs> I, go. I am. I'm. I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Marla will go. I want to go to the pink aisle, Dad. Let's go to the pink aisle. And so you know the color coding there, the marketing has worked, um, and the market research has worked. But um, in terms of clothing, no, not at all. I think they are. They've both gone through a princess phase. Marla's in the middle of her princess phase, which is pink glitter. You know, like she was, she was Tinkerbell for Halloween. Um, and I hope she didn't wear pink because Tinkerbell is definitely green. Nope. She did not. She had a white under like thermal shirt because it was kind of cooler. So she was not the skin toned Tinkerbell. She was Tinkerbell with a warm shirt underneath, a sensible shirt. I just want everybody to know, and maybe this isn't true for everybody. Maybe this is something to do with my own crazy internet habits, but I just Google tinkerbell and before you even like get to image search results it says shop for tinkerbell on google and there's four adult costumes Uh for tinkerbell and the the first one that it shows is a tinkerbell bow back thong and you can just imagine the photo of the back thong uh i i guess my kids can't search for tinkerbell you in that why would i just yeah why would i just imagine yeah I'm just saying this is not the results I expected. And I, you know, Tinkerbell, a totally reasonable search that my seven year old might do if she knew how to Google. Whoa. Holy. <laughs> now that's, uh, there's no Tinkerbell. There's nothing Tinkerbell about that. There's not well, no, one I mean, thing. Wishes Tinkerbell. are coming true. So that's, I mean, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Wow. And I, I clap because I believe uh-huh. the, um, I, I like that it defaults to magnifying as soon as the mouse goes. Uh, if you just add one word to Tinkerbell and Google, uh, Lex, and I think that word is either you can add hot or cosplay. <laughs> okay, uh, and that's going to change your your search results to a whole other level of things to look at. Um, and let's just be honest; they're all sexy Tinkerbell and grown up, and they have grown up parts. So. That's a fun time for everybody. And um, Marlo is going to be well question. out of Tinkerbell phase by these are, then. These are, the tips that we, yeah. these are the tips that we provide on our fathering So podcast. you want to get the Tinkerbell out of the system at four. Well, does it make you... Now, I know, John Moltz, you have, you have a boy. But as a father to girls, John Armstrong, does it make you uncomfortable when you... Like, there, I think it's a little bit cliched, but like, does it make you uncomfortable when you see somebody dressed inappropriately, let's say... Who? Let me. How can I phrase this? Like, if you see young people who are old enough that you're allowed to find them sexy, but you recognize that your girls mm-hmm. are not that far removed from it, do you have any discomfort with that? Or you're like, uh, well, yeah. it's just the circle of life. <laughs> kidding? No, I'm so not ready for any of the like. No, here's the thing though. My girls are nerds. I mean, <laughs> we're raising nerd kids over here. They might be pretty and everything, and you know, might be. Well, what I'm saying is, I don't know. They have to go through puberty, and puberty is the I deciding see. factor. Like, are they going to be like super piercy and tattoo kids? Probably not. Um, so they'll, they'll, they're pretty, but they're not the they're not brats girls. These are these are like iCarly girls, and you know, like the they're just normal. No slutty clothes here. Like, I don't. I do not like brats. They're not allowed in the house. Oh no! Any any overly sexualized like any shows or um, characters that are kind of sexy, I don't like that. I don't I don't like that here. So mm-mm. oh no! I don't. I'm not even sure how I feel about the teenage Dora. And uh, yeah, uh, 
tween. You guys are like, it's like you're speaking a different language. I don't even know what you're talking well, so about. So this is a couple of years back now, but Dora, obviously, you're familiar with Dora. <laughs> yeah, I know Dora. But so yeah. then Nickelodeon had some alternate show where it was like Dora the Teenage Years or something, where she was a cutter. And, no, that's not true. <laughs> uh, she... Um, <laughs> But when they first premiered, when they had, like, they sh- they were they teased out what the new Dora was going to look like, and the first thing they did was like in a really bad relationship with Swiper. Yeah. No, but like the, when they first unveiled Dora, they did it in silhouette form, and it like it looked like she was wearing an extremely short skirt, uh, and like yeah. she was just dressed a little sluttily. We can mm. put the link in the show notes. But so people were worried the tween Dora was going to be a, a tramp. But then Nickelodeon was like, no, 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 look, she's she's still fashionable, and now we're not exposing her midriff all the time. It's even better. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 People know that I sell podcast ads for a living, but I don't like when my girls even just see commercials for some of the stuff that I don't want them to watch, because then they'll come in. You know, if Anya now gets to operate the, the TiVo remote, so when the videos, she can pick the video for the day and she can stop it when it's over but she doesn't stop it as quickly as we used to when we were in charge of the remote for her so she'll watch the commercials that come on at the end and it's brats dolls and <sighs> other crap and so she's she'll when they ask about that stuff well first whatever commercial she sees she'll say dad we should go to chuck e cheese because that's the place where a kid can be a kid and i hate that um but <laughs> when it's the girls stuff like the the like you should be sexualized now it really i, I get know. angry no yeah. no 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 and uh you know i'm fast approaching the 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 monsterization time the uh the what you call it time the the puberty i mean i think you know like it's in a few years i'm not now you know i can no longer oh, look at my girl or for yourself well both, of me. <laughs> both i no but i i i'm it's not this distant thing it's like i need to start planning because you know we're in the next few years like i think next year is the film strip at school right the oh this man. is how your body works so i don't think they do film strips anymore but well, okay. whatever film i think actually yeah i mean actually the the boys had the film strip at my school they separated boys and girls and the boys had the film strip the girls had the film they had like oh, the full-on full see, motion we, we had a, a full motion film when we did it and we were in the auditorium for the boys and like they were projecting onto the screen and it was just i mean just in terms of the screen oh, real estate that it oh, took up it was yeah. the biggest penis i had ever seen and you're dying with i mean you're just barely holding it together right and you oh, know the nobody's teachers. holding it together the whole room is just oh. death it was horrible oh really so it's like no no one's laughing or oh no, no everybody's everybody's laughing and getting in trouble for laughing and like there's <laughs> right. teachers who won't even look at the screen like they're just facing us as if they're they're you know the the guards mm. at a or the bodyguards or the the security staff at a football mm-hmm. game where they don't watch the field they watch the fans <laughs> they were trying to do that thing but it was clear that they were it wasn't that they were actively paying attention to us it was that they were actively not looking at the screen it was awful that that thing scarred me for years oh well <laughs> We can talk about that on another episode. <laughs> I'm just saying, but yeah. but I I you know I, there's a couple of things here that, at play. So the first is as a father of of girls, you know I think it's my job to keep them off the pole. Then <laughs> <laughs> that's a Chris Rock joke, but that's yes. tr- there's a truism to that. Uh, a lot of them, and so that's my that's one of my things about you know dressing certain ways. And I just, my girls don't, they're, they don't seem drawn to that yet. They just don't. They're, that's not how they play. That's not the kind of 
stories they get told and read. It's not kind of the shows we watch. I think Marlo will probably, because she's second, she, and she's just exposed to more because of her older sister. I think she'll be a little quicker into it. But, you know, I, yeah, I'm I'm trying not to make a huge deal about it, though, so that when there is some choice questioning, it's not a thing. Like, it's a it's it's just well that may not be the best choice for you instead of like the knockdown dragouts that my father had with my oldest sister which were legendary about church clothes in the early 70s <laughs> which scarred me both the clothing and the arguments um, yeah. anyway i i don't know like i i don't know though i'm i, I live in a conservative really conservative state and the teen rebellion here is different, I think, a little bit. Like, it's not as fast as, as like a coastal city or a more urban city. It's a little, little slower. And that I may be just in denial, complete denial. Uh, I and, hear you. And yeah. But, but on the flip side, I want my girls to know, like, okay, this is, you know, boys are looking. And, <laughs> you know, you can hit him. It's fine. Just smack him right in the face. <laughs> Boys are looking. It's true. Yeah. Bastards. Now, Liam, who's, you know, not even three yet, really seems interested in clothes only sometimes. He's more interested in wanting to be in control of what noun is on his clothing. He's like, no, I want to wear the cars shirt today, or I want the truck shirt, or I want the dinosaur mm. shirt. Mm. But, you know... I don't know. I don't remember as a boy caring too much until I was like, you have to be old enough that other kids can make fun of what you're wearing at school. Mm. And I, I don't remember exactly how long that takes. Mm. For me, it wasn't school. It was the extracurricular, like football, soccer, um, after school, summertime park, you know, like the extended, which kids don't really, I don't think have nowadays. Cause in my day, we went to the park in the summertime and you know that was our like it was the, the older kids there that would give you no end of shit about whatever um but in my school you know actually uh, i think it was sixth grade i there was a kid who was gay clearly straight up like and he was super fashion conscious and i had a pair of pants that i think were jc penny pants <laughs> and he knew it and he goes yeah I don't like pennies. They just, they're not, their styles aren't current. They're just not current. Oh, and, man. you know, I not didn't even know what gay was. Um, and, but he later, because I'm from a small town, knew he came out and was gay. But um, anyway, it was just like, it was more that kind of thing. Like, well, you're not current. You know, I don't know. Like it wasn't the, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't, mm, I didn't have that. <laughs> I think I do see this with girls though, and it starts about second grade, third grade. There's this change in the girls. They start clicking up. They like, you know, they're a little more uh, emotionally developed. And so they start to group together. And I, I've seen this. Um, my daughter uh, switched schools mid year last year. And so there's both schools had it. I mean, both, both of those classes, there was, you know, girls that were. And there's girls who are more into fashion and then girls who are still like girls. And not that the fashion girls are like slutty or fast or anything, but 
they seem to be more into looking a certain way than like like my oldest and her friends that I see. Like they're not as conscientious about that. Huh. Lex, have you had the thing where you're um, interested in in wearing it? Like you wish you had your one of your son's pieces oh, of clothing all the time. <laughs> And, you know, sometimes, uh, well, first, we haven't bought much clothes for Liam. He walks around naked. No, uh, we, we have a lot of friends who had boys first and gave us all their stuff. Um, so we, we, you know, Liam is awash in free clothes from, from friends of ours. So we, a, a, there's very little outward spending on his clothing so far. I assume at some point that'll change. But the few things that we've bought my wife likes to do a thing where she'll buy him things that look like clothes i already have so it's that way he and i can be twinsies if you will mm, right but yeah. uh occasionally he'll put on one of these you know gift outfits i'm like man i would absolutely wear that shirt if i had that shirt in yeah. my size for sure yeah yeah hank had this great um t-shirt of actually long it was long sleeve t-shirt and it was it was like a crossing sign it was like a, the characters on it were drawn like they were on front uh, off of a crossing sign and it was a guy um, walking a Velociraptor, awesome. and and the, and the Velociraptor is running, and the guy is like you know being pulled. Oh, off that's fantastic! The Velociraptor. And I was like, oh man, I wish I had that shirt. There was that one, and then uh, well, the Boba Fett, the light up Boba Fett sneakers. Ooh, were really pretty cool. Those are cool. <laughs> I was like, oh man light up boba fett sneakers i didn't get anything cool like this when i was a kid no we didn't have that technology or now and yeah. now i don't, don't have any know. light up shoes i can't wear i can't wear that now no no i think that moment's passed unfortunately <laughs> lex do you have light up shoes <laughs> i don't have light up shoes i never got the light up shoes and i never got the shoes with little wheels in them like we missed that whole era yeah yeah, yeah i missed that too yeah i'm happy about that <laughs> i uh I, I buy my, my anything I buy for the kids in the clothing department. I tend to buy online because I don't go to stores. And there was a pair of boots that I bought for uh, one of my girls. I don't remember which girl it was actually because it was a while ago now. And they weren't really winter boots, just kind of fashion boots, I guess. And I thought that she would like them because they looked furry and pink. And she loved them. But what I hadn't noticed when I ordered them was that they were squeaky boots. Mm -hmm. where they had little squeakers in the back. Mm -hmm. So every step you take, they would just emit this, you know, like a, a, a dog toy squeak, basically. Oh, no. right. And she loved them. Oh, and yeah. everybody hated me. Um, Rightly so. Yeah. So we don't wear shoes in the house here. You take your shoes off when you come in. So it wasn't an issue in the house. But she would intentionally walk when she had those shoes on in such ways to maximize <laughs> sure. the squeaking. It was great. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I, I bought, what did I buy? Uh, oh, I, I didn't even, I was at a store and I was with my girls and they, they, I just don't think they like shopping for certain things with me. Some things they do like pajamas, fine, you know, uh, outerwear, fine. Some pants, not so much the dresses. That's something they like to do. Although we did get Marlo a Christmas. She was just like, Oh, beside herself, we went to Costco to do some Christmas shopping and they had these little dresses, you know, they have like the Disney character dresses and stuff, but they had this like holiday party dress for a four-year-old, super cute, like frilly little, um, it was like a velvet top with a white fur collar. So it was like a Santa's elf ballerina hybrid, 
costume and dress and she loved it and it was $12 so done in the you, you got that and I was going somewhere with this anyway <laughs> she she loved it so much that's the first time buying a dress that I was shopping with them where I bought they wanted a dress and I was there and I was part of that experience most of it's pants and shirts and but not dresses but I bought socks and they just don't make socks like they used to. And actually, I'm now, I've given up on girl socks. It's, it's girl socks for the summers, but wintertime, it's boy socks. Cause oh, you put your girls in boy socks. Yeah, because it's... <laughs> girls in boy socks. The, the girl socks are horrible. Like, they fall they're like paper, and you pick them up, and like even like tube socks, just normal tube socks. This is news to me. I didn't know that. It's awful. Like, I... Ugh. I like and, and that was the other thing at Costco. Uh, they had, like... They don't call. They don't gender the the uh, winter socks. They say youth. But I've been to Target. I've been to other stores. Costco is the only place that had like good wool. You know, like we're gonna go out in the winter time and play around in the snow socks, and they're boy socks. And that that was it. Seems strange to me. Like, why aren't there girl socks that are good outdoor socks? The man. <laughs> yeah, the man. <laughs> you know, I just to you know. A couple of weeks ago, I was looking at um, clothes that have heating elements built into them, basically like car seat warmers, but built into clothes. And there were gloves that had these little rechargeable gloves that had seat uh, hand warmers built into them and a jacket with like a trunk and stuff warmer <laughs> built in. And there were socks stretchy. The socks were mo- more expensive than most other things, I think, because how do you get a heating, ele- in, a heating yeah. element into yeah. you know, a fabric-y, stretchy sock? But I can imagine that once those things get a little bit cheaper and become a little bit more mainstream, that every kid around is going to be dressed in self-heating clothes all yeah. winter long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we went tubing. And uh, the gloves that the girls have for recess were not suitable for where we were tubing. And <laughs> we, they had to tough it out. But I, I <laughs> bought on that same Costco trip, by the way, hand warmers like a box of hand warmers nice and that yeah. saved the day but they hated those they right like, in the that's glove. What we get those we get those for skiing we mean toe warmers for skiing yeah uh, and so we they that saved the day totally saved the day now how old were your kids when they started not necessarily picking out the clothes themselves but just dressing themselves john you go first um sh- I mean, he's been able to dress himself for a while now. Right. Not that he always does without <laughs> direct supervision. And this could be its own topic, but I. He would walk. I mean, he would go, he would just spend the day around the house in his underwear. If we, <laughs> you know, if it were, and and sometimes he, like, it happens. He just does that. He just does it. Well, he does. I mean, he because he sleeps that way, and then he just like. I mean, every once in a while he puts on on pajamas, but usually he just sleeps in his underwear. And he gets up and he just comes downstairs and he drags a blanket down with him, mm, like a and a and like on a robe. weekend day, it'll yeah right. <laughs> it's like the like the dude. <laughs> <laughs> on a weekend day, he'll stay like I mean, if I don't if I don't say get some clothes on, because you know, walking around and you know wrapped up in a blanket, you're you're just gonna knock something over. Yeah, and you'll look like a 
someone's going to come to the door. Right. We'll see. <laughs> it's noon on a Saturday and you're standing around your underwear. My, my questions are one, when can I switch the boy from, you know, traditional kid tidy whitey situation underwear to boxers? Mm. Uh, or am I even allowed uh, to do that? I don't know. And then just with getting themselves dressed, you know, my older two now, the clothes are out for them the night before and they, their rule is that they have to put them on before they come into our room on school days. Wow. Um, and that's a good way to yeah, do it. well so they, they have the traffic lights that they have to wait for so when the traffic light turns green now you can get dressed and after you're dressed you can come into the room that's that's the policy here we're mean but no, wow no, no, no i think that's good. organized i think that probably saves know. a lot of hassle yeah I, well so what i don't know is like sometimes we are slow with realizing that the kids can do certain things themselves for example i didn't have my uh oldest playing iphone games until a local friend of mine was like hey what games does your kid play on the iphone um and this was you know years ago now but i i just never thought it was like i thought of her as a kid and then when you have younger ones i think that i wrongly forget that the older one can be capable of more and more so i think we waited too long before we started having them dress themselves uh and i just i don't know how you realize hey i can have them switch to brushing their own teeth for example and so the we you know (laughs) We, they brush their own teeth in the morning and then we help them brush in the evenings and try to make sure that the teeth are actually getting brushed well. But I, I struggle with knowing when are they independent enough to accomplish certain necessary tasks. Yeah. yeah I think <laughs> one of the things is. That's my, that's my, that's my commentary on that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're going to go the same. Uh, no, I, the, so my youngest, we learned a lot. Well, I learned a lot from the first one. And so the thing that I did with her was start her earlier doing things like I, but I would help her. So brushing her teeth at night, we started doing that pretty early, even though it was more like her just chewing on the, on the toothbrush. And I'd say like maybe, I don't know, a year, 18 months. And we would take, uh, and that would be the hairbrush time. So you brush your teeth, I'll brush your hair. And the, if, if I didn't do that, the hair the next morning was crazy. So that was sort of the, do this while I'm brushing your hair. Cause your hair is going to get brushed. And then that just kind of comes a, becomes a habit. And now, yeah, she can brush her. She's, you know, she'll say sometimes she's brushed her teeth and hasn't. And we'll have to, yeah, you yeah. know, go back and brush her teeth. But um, she's pretty good at it. Like, she's pretty good at that. And they're, both of them are great at dressing themselves. If they're awake and they feel okay, like they're not sick or something or distracted. Distraction is a big problem in terms of dressing that's the bigger problem than oh totally than you know anything else and cat herding is not even the right analogy like that's too tame for what happens it, it, it you know and you would think after i've i've been a single dad for a couple of years now you would think i would figure out why don't you make the lunches the night before and stick them in the fridge dumbass how about that <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I used to do that, but now I've gotten the schedule where we can do the lunches morning of, and it's fine. But yeah, yeah. I, I love trying to take care of future likes whenever possible. Yeah, I mean that's the smart thing to do. But what happens is, is then they're like, "I don't want that in my lunch," and you put this in there, rah, 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 and they don't eat anything. And so, <laughs> uh, anyway, the, with you know, I was thinking with dressing themselves, the other challenge that comes up is 
coming home from school. So if, if I send you to school and it's, you know, extremely cold outside today as a great example, and I have you in the jacket, she, Anya can handle the jacket. She can zip that up. The gloves, she can put the gloves on, but if she puts the gloves on before the jacket, then she's in a situation stress with them on after the jacket, it can be a bit of a situation. And then there's the scarf and the hat. So I don't know exactly what's happening because she is coming home pretty well put together most of the time. I'm pretty sure the teachers are getting involved here because <laughs> I believe that this is beyond the capabilities of my kid because I've seen her try to dress her winter gear on at home and it, it just does not work but uh i don't uh, know yeah, I, I don't know it's it's hard to know when to push them to say no you got to do this by yourself and i'm not going to help you i what i'll try to do sometimes or what i tried to do is put like here's the outfit i think that's what that's how it started with marlo was here's your outfit let's see how you can do mm -hmm. you know let's see how let let let's see how you and sort of made a, ga a gamified dressing, if you will. And then, you know, but it, it's really more about the choices than the, the actual dressing part. I don't know. I, I agree with you, but you can definitely burn the kids out on choices over time. <laughs> like <laughs> where, you know, we tried to make everything a choice. Well, do you want to have peas or carrots? Do oh, you yeah, want to wear no, the blue no, shirt no, or the yeah, red no. shirt? But yeah, yeah, right. They, they right. catch on pretty quick. <laughs> Yeah, I want neither of those things. Dick is what their tone conveys. <laughs> yeah. What? You think I? Do you think I like that stuff? Uh. Uh. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> John, I mean, as as a father of a, a son, is any of this a thing for you at all? It's much less. I mean, it's much less. I feel obviously. like we've we've left you out. I mean, we here. had the hair. We had the hair thing, and like and like I said, he's got a he's basically got a uniform. I mean, he doesn't. <laughs> He doesn't have a, you know, he doesn't have a school uniform because he goes to public school, but he just wears the same stuff after day, basically. Does he get that different from you? Colors, different color combinations from me. Right. Um, uh, I kind of, I almost do the same sort of thing, but um, different, different kinds of clothes. I feel like it's a very guy thing, and I certainly I don't do wear it. a turtleneck is what I'm trying to say. I want to make sure everybody knows <laughs> I don't wear a turtleneck. But I feel like it's a very guy thing. You know, you find a shirt you like and you buy it in four different colors. Yeah. Yeah, right. Why not? I, John, I picture that's you doing I, yeah, a lot I mean, of live what... action role play as Steve Jobs. That's just... <laughs> and you I, actually multiple Steve Jobs and you talk to yourself as one Steve Jobs to another Steve Jobs. I honestly just can't believe that he... he... I'm going to start doing that now. <laughs> but the fact that he wears the turtleneck by choice is amazing to me. I hate turtlenecks. He just... I don't know. I he uh, I guess they keep him warm and... He, I, don't know. I get it. I get the turtleneck thing. I, he I, likes I it. went through a turtleneck phase. Yeah. yeah. So my um, girls, do, do any of your kids have um, like issues with the tags or seams or the fabric, like any sensory kind of anything? He, he used to be bothered by the tags, but now it doesn't bother him. And, and in fact, sometimes it, he'll dress himself backwards still um, and have the tag in the front and it doesn't seem to care. <laughs> doesn't seem to phase it at all. I mean, my kids will definitely complain about tags, but I find that I can sometimes lie it away. Like now a lot of kids clothes comes where they don't have the tag in the back, but they put the tag on the side or something mm -hmm. else. Yes. Uh, so then they just complain that it bothers them on their side. Yeah. So I'll always, you know, uh, the oldest is too old for this now, but even with uh, the five-year-old, I can now say, you know, here, I'll, I'll fix it. And you just put your hand in there and touch the tag and then take your hand out again. You're like, okay, it's good now. And they're willing to accept that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> lying parenting is lying a magic if there's yeah, any message to share from this podcast is that most of parenting it's is lie lying. to your children my oldest would never have bought that 
for a million years. <laughs> she would never have like, she'd be like, you just put your hand in there, wiggled it. I want you to take it yeah. off. I mean, she was much more direct about that kind of thing. She, and she's, they both, they both, jeans are a hard thing for them. And that's the best thing for them to wear in terms of the weather, aside from snow pants, which they have here at schools. It's like you have, when winter hits, it's like you just leave the snow, clo- the snow clothes at school during the week like the boots and the snow pants and the, you know, gloves and everything, the hat, they, they, all that stuff has stays with the school. And both kids were like that um, through, I think, first grade. What you mean? Because it would snow in the middle of the day. Yeah. And so then, they, they'd have to do recess. So you, like, you guys are back. having recess. We're going oh, outside okay. unless it's like, you know, I think they said 20 degrees or there's some cutoff 30, I don't know, 28 degrees, some, some degree cutoff. So they, they have all their snow clothes at school. But my my oldest, they don't like warm clothes. They just don't, and we don't live in a warm climate. Uh, and so there's that fight, the textural fight, and the <laughs> thickness, and like today. <laughs> so it's winter. Marlo's want you know she's got jeans, but the jeans slide. They don't stay up when I bend over, Dad. And true, I mean we're not you know they slide down and. You know, okay, and there's all the uh, but all the new pants have those like stretchy waist things where you yeah. like pull them out and you can button them like they cinch. So you yeah. technically don't need a belt really because the pants have that kind of inner belt. But um, she no, that no, no, we had to change those. She went to a different option for pants today. Seven minutes. <laughs> the thing that I have to deal with is uh is the itchy. Mm. Not that the tag is bad, but just like I don't like this shirt. It's itchy. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Inexplicably right, itchy. Right. Yeah. This this 100% cotton t-shirt is itchy. That's right. Yeah, it's bugging me. I hate that. I do too. What are you going to do? I had those. I I was pretty. I had that as a kid though too. There were certain t- shirts I had that I didn't like wearing because of that. I just the way this like the thread was I'm I'm a little weird that way. I think that's part of the like designer art director part of me. Like the little O C D about the little nitpicky things, like you know, the thread count of this cotton is not high enough. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know to say that, but that's the problem. Wow. Yeah. So maybe cotton, but it's not Egyptian cotton or whatever, you know, like that's um, maybe thirty percent gay or something. What, huh? Is is that that's in your contract? Yeah, my contract. A shirt, every, a shirt it's in the that's writer. perfectly, uh, yeah, perfectly smooth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing but silk shirts. You know, that's actually a, really a, a strong analogy, though, because that's basically what kids are, right there. The kids come with these giant riders, and you just have to figure out what they say. Oh, that's a great observation. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you've nailed it, John. Boom. Well, Got actually. It. You you put it together. I just I was joking, but yeah, wow, that's you awesome. Should just, you should just tr- drop the mic and yeah. walk off, Lex. <laughs> <laughs> Void your warranty on your, <laughs> on your podcasting, podcasting microphone. microphone. Well, I learned a lot today. I, I learned that I should have adopted a boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With super big hair. With awesome hair, yeah.